how do we stay private in a police state? How do we retain our anonymity and stay out of the grasp of the so-called evildoers? And if those evildoers are the Chinese government, the communist Chinese government, you really want to find ways to do this. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We're brought to you by Virtual Shield. Do you want to retain your privacy? Do you want to remain private? You have the right to. But you are being surveilled. You're being stalked. You're being hounded. You're being hounded by every high tech, everything in your computer. But this VPN can keep your privacy. Virtual Shield is the best there is. You can have a 30-day free trial. You can get started for as little as $275 a month. That's $2.75 a month. Go to HideWithDave.com. That's HideWithDave.com. I'm developing a real appreciation and respect for the people of Hong Kong. They're showing tremendous courage in the face of absolute oppression. Of course, they live with oppression in China all the time. Shabani Madhani has followed what's going on in Hong Kong with these protests. And there are things there that we should learn because after the 2020 election, mark my words, things are going to get dark in this country. Listen to what uh, this one person did, this account written by Madhani. WeChat was gone. So was all pay. So was Taobao. These were apps that were taken off cell phones. And these apps were designed to track people, report to the authorities where they were, in other words, if they were at the protests, and then lead to cyber stalking, an ultimate imprisonment, and an ultimate extradition to China. And that's what these riots are about. The people of Hong Kong are protesting the fact that their local government is in cahoots with the communist Chinese and they want to deport them. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> the moment this 25-year-old protester who was profiled in this article got home from the demonstrations, she got rid of every single app that she had on her Chinese phone. She said, I'm doing this to stay ahead of the police surveillance and hide my identity. She asked to be referred to as only her last, her first name, Alexa. She doesn't want attention from the authorities. Because let me step aside here and talk about something that Pat Wood and I have talked about before. Pat Wood talked about this uh, Chinese lady living in Beijing. And she had said something that someone interpreted as being negative about the government. It was really pretty neutral. She wouldn't even have been demonetized by YouTube for what she said. But the Chinese government took exception. The men in black showed up at her door. And they demanded an explanation. She was fearful. Heart was pounding through her chest. She was sweating. And she said, I had a bad day. My tone does not reflect the love I have for my government. Basically, she said, I bow down to the communist Chinese. Howled are the communists, right? Well, they left without arresting her. So she said, I'm okay. Well, she wasn't okay. What ended up happening next 
was the following day she got a memo. It said, you are evicted from your apartment. You have 24 hours to leave. Then a few days later, she got another memo and it said, you're fired from your job. Following that, a third memo came in. You may not use public transportation of any kind. You are banned. Then she was kicked out of her university. We've heard of people who are deplatformed. We're talking about people here who weren't deplatformed. They were depersoned. They stopped existing in the eyes of the state. They had everything taken away from them. You see, these stories are well known to the Chinese because they live with this. They see it. The people of Hong Kong have relatives in the rest of China. They talk. They know how bad it is. And what they do is stand up for themselves. What the Chinese are doing is something short of remarkable. These people absolutely are fearless. Do you remember Tiananmen Square? The Chinese college student who blocked the path of the Chinese tank and that went viral around the globe. Those of you old enough to remember that are thinking, oh my gosh, yes, I do remember that. What great courage we thought. I love the Chinese people. They have such resilience because they've been ruled by such absolute tyranny and evil forever and a day. I mean, we talk about the communist Chinese coming into power in 1948, but even before then they had Chiang Kai-shek, opium dealer, gang lord, murderer, executioner. I mean, the biggest enemy we had in China during World War II were Chiang Kai-shek's troops who murdered American uh, soldiers for their cigarettes, for their rations. The Chinese government has always been corrupt. It's always been terrible. This is what happens when you deal with heroin. Well, let's go back to Hong Kong now. And the story of this Alexa. The protests that we're referring to were those in which the Chinese government was demanding that the local province of Hong Kong extradite anybody who says anything negative about the government. Anything. Anything at all. You know, the government meets too often. Um, maybe they could relax taxes just a bit. Anything you'd say along those lines are grounds for imprisonment. And by the way, when you go to prison in China, you risk never coming out, even for minor offenses. You risk having your organs taken from you. Oh, no surgery needed. Oh, they just cut them out. The Falun Gong. We've talked about their fate here on this channel many times. I've interviewed Chris Kitsey many times about this. And the Falun Gong. They are people who are uh, no more than uh, meditators, not even a religion. And they are horribly abused. And these stories are known to all the Chinese. They know the game. When they go to these protests, they usually wear face masks to obscure themselves from CCTV's fear that they have of facial recognition software. And they use fresh pay-as-you-go SIM cards. When they travel on public transportation, they buy a card at a time, even though that's more expensive, 
because, see, they don't want to be identified for having traveled here, traveled there. And, gee, maybe you were at the protest. You might have just been going to visit your Uncle Wu. But, no, you went to that area where they were protesting and there was rioting going on and so forth. So, we look at this situation. And in America, we can't even imagine this. This, what I'm describing, is coming to our country. And in some respects, this is already here. Who are the purveyors of this evil technology that have so enslaved an entire nation where Beijing, they've had contests where they've paid people or promised to pay people, if you can avoid detection for 24 hours, we'll make you a millionaire. And they find them in 37 minutes or seven minutes or in 52 seconds in one case because they have eyes and ears in that country everywhere. You cannot have a private conversation in China without it being overheard. Not in a metropolitan area. So let's continue again with this story. This pro-democracy movement that Hong Kong had really emerged in 2014 and they had demonstrations, uh, they had international people helping them, but it was suppressed, and brutally, so I mean brutally, I mean they went to the homes of the leaders of this movement in Hong Kong and murdered them and their families. And yet, who's in Hong Kong setting all this up? Who's in China setting up all this technology? Google. And you say, well, it's not their job to surveil the civil rights, the human rights of these people. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But if they'll do it there, will they do it here? I watched a commercial this morning as I was looking at the news, and it was a Microsoft AI commercial. Nothing wrong with artificial intelligence. Technology is largely neutral. It's in how you use it. Well, what they did in this commercial... They were talking about beer, said it used to take years to ferment and build a beer. Now, artificial intelligence can do it in seconds. Okay, well, that's one example of where a beer manufacturer might want to use this technology. But the AI is also what's behind this brutality that we see in China. All they have to do in this country now is to flip the switch Your constitutional rights are being slowly eroded day by day, inch by inch. It's been a cinch. They're taking it all away. With the correct leadership, you will live like they do in China, like what I'm describing here, this Alexa. Anyway, amid this chaos, Hong Kong has offered a picture of what it's like to stage mass civil disobedience in the face of the, what I call the police state surveillance grid. The Chinese government is doing what they can do right now to put this down. They're using rubber bullets. They're using tear gas. Um, and these people are still standing. They're still fighting. You see, they're waiting for the Chinese army to come in. They, they are saying privately, this is when they'll have to disperse if they want to survive. And the Chinese army will go with names. Names of people who weren't smart enough to cover their faces or to obscure their voices. You see, let me give you another example, too, of how good this technology is. I have a friend named John. John calls me up and says, Dave, let's meet at such and such restaurant and have a Coke. So we show up together and we're talking. 
Now, I'm smart enough to leave my cell phone away from the meeting. John was smart enough to leave his cell phone away from the meeting. But sitting 10 feet away from me is somebody who has their cell phone on. And they don't even know who we are. They don't care what we're talking about. But our voices kind of creep in and can be heard. They're not even using their cell phone. It's called passive spying. These people next to you might even have the battery out of your cell phone and it's still listening to you. That's the technology, folks. These are the back doors that have been built in by law, by demand of the NSA, developed in technological work at DARPA in combination with Google. And this is how good this technology is. And they put John and I together and they hear the context of our conversation. They know from voice recognition prints they already have on file, we got a match. Our pictures show up on some database somewhere in some underground vault monitored by a robot soon to be given to a human for human further disposition against us. This is what's coming here. And they're afraid in China, as people are speaking privately, that when the army shows up, they're going to have the list of people who were surveilled. They're going to be slip-ups. Even though people are taking extraordinary means to try to avoid detection, there's going to be a list, and there's going to be names on that list, and those people are going to disappear. And sometimes they disappear along with their families. And so ask yourself, America, if it can happen there with Google technology, why can't it happen here? Let me ask you another question. Do you think that Hillary or Harris Biden, do you think any of these people would hesitate to use this technology to achieve their political ends? Well, as you're pondering the answer, let me just go back and share with you for right now, and I don't know that this is a universal answer forever and today, but for right now, ladies and gentlemen, you got a situation where I've been advertising for Virtual Shield. They're the best there is. These people won't even give me an interview on the radio because they want to remain obscure so they can stay one step ahead of the burning bridge. That's why I go with Virtual Shield. This is why you should too. Hidewithdave.com is the website to go to. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a lot of trouble. When I say we're on the precipice of something bad coming, the bad is already underway. The good is in how we're going to respond to it. Don't tell me lock and load. We need some real political solutions to this problem. And while you're at looking for solutions, I think we should be out looking for spiritual solutions too. Mass consciousness works. That's another topic for another time. Mass prayer works. We have all kinds of research that shows that it does. I would suggest you engage in this. Because the longer that I'm covering these items, the more I believe we are entering the end days. And I used to reject that argument that no one knows the time or day. Well, let's just put it this way. I'm seeing a lot of fulfillment of prophecy. It's something I'm going to turn my attention to over the next several months. We have a lot of work to do. And I think your first line of defense, and probably your last line of defense, will be the protection that you can evoke from your Lord. You must remain obedient, and you must remain in prayer. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. 
please share this on your social media. We'll see you back here again next time.